Hello and welcome back to Making an Artist. I'm your host, Shanna Schramm, creator of Life of the Potty and coach to women identified creatives. On today's episode, we have Megan Zapp, owner of Great Lakes Yard, a reclaimed lumber and salvage company. Armed with her art degree, Megan has produced pieces for companies such as Bell's Brewery and Cliff Bar, to name a few. We talk about creating the job you want for yourself, taking your shot, and getting the call from Oprah. Yeah, Oprah. Enjoy. You know, well, like about some crazy shit that happened to me. I'm like, oh my god, I'm losing the crowd. I'm like, oh, have I ever told you about the time I flipped over? Dicks, <laughs> butts, and farts. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think that's a uh, great place to introduce you. <laughs> is after dicks, butts, and farts. Yeah. Fart jokes. This is me. This podcast is always labeled with an explicit. <laughs> So feel good. free to drop all the F-bombs. Oh, also, I would like to call this podcast the Rick Shrum episode because <laughs> my dad's a carpenter and nice. he's going to be like over the moon that nice. I've had you on. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Megan Zop. Megan Zop, and you own? Great Lakes Yard. And Great Lakes. Heritage Lumber and Salvage. Oh my God, I didn't realize the name was that long. Well, it's not. It's just Great Lakes Yard. But um, to explain it. To y'all, it's a reclaimed lumber yard and architectural salvage and antiques in Chicago. And it's in the west. It's in East Garfield Park. East Garfield Park. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's like I feel like realtors put these directions right. on. It's in Garfield Park. Okay. <laughs> and it's an amazing space. And your coworker is your dog, Steve McQueen. Yeah. And he's so cute. I had to go drive him off today. He was like, I'm tired. Oh, I was going to say, you can bring him. He's a show stealer. <laughs> I know. He, we got started him the whole episode. It's like people come to the shop and they like put up Instagram posts of the dog. And I'm like, what about all this crazy shit I do? And they're like, we don't care dog. about we don't care about the 104-year-old piece of lumber yeah. that you're about to sell us. Yeah. Which I've actually had the pleasure of ripping nails out of lumber yeah. at your yard. Satisfying, right? Very satisfying. Yeah. I had the gloves. I got to I got to saw through some wood and sniff it. That was fun. <laughs> it's fresh. Sniffing wood people. It's, it's fresh. Nice it's yeah. the gateway drug yeah. to woodworking. <laughs> it never gets old. So you're from where again? I'm from Michigan. Michigan, okay, yeah. yeah. And how does, okay, we're both ladies here. <laughs> um, that, like, even growing up with my Debbie and Carpenter, like, I wasn't, like, thrown woodworking as an option often. Like, I did actually work with my dad in high school yeah. and stuff. But, like, what got you interested in this path? I'm so fascinated. <laughs> I get asked that a it's lot. It's not a medium we've had are, on yeah, yet. People are, um... Uh, interestingly enough, I, I got an art degree okay. in painting. And, Ooh. Yeah. And oh, I, I didn't know you were yeah, a painter. Yeah. Well, which makes sense from yeah, what you Yeah, not make. as much these days, but, you know, so I got an art degree and I, I worked construction to pay it off. And oh. then, so as a broke art student, I saw all these really cool materials getting thrown out. And so <sighs> I was always trying to, like salvage them from job sites to make stuff out of because I couldn't afford materials. Are you my dad's long-lost daughter? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. It's funny because, like, uh, so the other thing people ask me is, oh, you must come from a family of uh, brothers and you must, Mm -mm. um, your dad must have done, my dad, like, he didn't do shit. No, he didn't. (laughs) (laughs) He, I mean, 
he's not a creative bone or like handy. Uh huh. Can't um, even can't even hang a picture. No, and my mom is a dental hygienist, but I think that she's got well, some... she's retired. Okay, give her Maureen. She's put her time in. But Hi. shout out Maureen. Yeah, shout out Mo. But I gotta say, the I give more credit to my mom because she was a single mom. Oh. Working two jobs, Whoa. going back to school Whoa. with two kids. Total hustler. Yeah, and so she was really creative in making it work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, like one thing that was really cool was, uh, you know, we thought ramen noodles were like this amazing, exotic, like <laughs> gift from Asia that only came around <laughs> once in a while. Like we didn't, we, she was super healthy eater. Uh-huh. And we ate very, very good, but like. Her like I'm tired trick right was to make us think like, like these oh, noodles special, yeah special special ramen night like and it's you guys like, are so mm-hmm. in for a treat and then like She's you a know smart, you smart smart totally you get yeah. to college and you're like this shit's thirty nine cents <laughs> you know that was what mom was serving that up yeah. when she was tired and broke and mom was just like let's make it you know yeah. Asian night here. Um, <laughs> And we just thought, like, it was cool. They were so long and curly. But, yeah, uh, they are delicious. Yeah. yeah. So, um, really, it was the art degree construction combo. I love that. Yeah. When, when did you start, like, when did this happen? Like, about around what time? Like, what year? I w- uh, graduated um, with a BFA in painting in um, 2001. Okay. So, this is the early aughts. Yeah. And so you've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, I have 40 this year. I'm going to. I'm hitting the big time. I'm going to be 40. Big 4 out. <laughs> Are we going to, like, make you a big, like, wooden... Yeah, I'm going to set it on fire. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. It's like a Viking funeral. Yeah. it be so cool. Oh, man. I love it. It's actually a really good idea. That's a really good idea. I'll come to that birthday okay. party. Yeah. 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 At nice. the In the driveway of the, yeah. of the yard. Right next to the L tracks. Mm-hmm. Don't tell the police. I'm not going to tell them shit. <laughs> Okay, loose lips sink ships. All right, we're cutting this from the podcast. No, we're not. No, no one knows when it is. I didn't give any dates. So you're like 2001s. You are like tell tell me how easy and fun it was to work construction. Uh, <laughs> I don't think those would be the first. Adjic- they wouldn't. To work. I mean, it was fun. I guess fun actually sure. because like okay, here here's the thing. Um, I've worked a ton of jobs in my mm-hmm. life because I get I get bored when I'm not learning something. Yeah, same. And so you know, um, I I I would jumped around a lot. Like my college years, you know, I was a cook, a house painter. Uh, a nanny, uh, mm-hmm. like lawnmower, like anything, you know, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, when I worked construction, so I was in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Okay. And, um, I had actually moved to Chicago for a short time and then moved back to Kalamazoo and there's not much, it's a college town, mm-hmm. but there's not much to do other than like the bar scene. Yeah. So for jobs, you know, um, and so I really wanted to go into historic preservation, but I realized that it was, um, and I was like a preservation junkie. Like I would go to conferences and like, that's a thing. Oh, oh, totally. (laughs) Preservation junkie. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's like, it's like nerd herding, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's. 
It's a very, like, specific group of people. But, um... And people are interested in preserving, like, objects and... No, like, historic preservation for, like, buildings. Oh, so, buildings. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, I've seen those signs on yeah, buildings. Right, right. Like, this building cannot be knocked down right. in the historic society. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But cool. I thought that meant, like, because there's someone like me rebuilding it. And then as I... Dove into it, it meant that there was somebody like at a desk researching and writing proposals and like working with what the city. A snooze. And, yeah, well, and I'm, <laughs> I'm no writer, okay? I write like I talk, so it's not like some municipality wants to hear me be like, yo, dude, save this shit. It's real. You know? Um, it's totally dope. <laughs> so that kind of shook me up. I was like, damn, that was like my. Plan. That was my thing, and it got yeah. kind of blown apart by the uh, boringness of it. Perhaps? Yeah, yeah. Um, and the lack of fit for you, it didn't. Yeah, fit I'm not a obviously a desk. You're not person. no, mm-hmm. or like a like writing computer mm-hmm. um, person. No, like I'm just. I've not... been to your office. There's like, not, is there even a computer in there? Probably. You, I do. We. I want to post. So, we'll have to link to oh a picture God. of your office because the amazing. office is insane right now. Yeah. Because I didn't have power for four days and I just threw shit in there. So it's just. It's it's weird. People look in there and they're really fascinated by it. They're like, it's a museum in here. There's relics, and I'm like, Ugh. my dirty socks are in here somewhere. That's but, a relic. Yeah. We just should sell that on eBay. Oh my god. <laughs> So there's there's like a freak show for that. There was definitely oh honey, out there. if you can think about it, somebody will pay for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is essentially what you did. This is essential. Listen, I always oh, go God. fucking full circle on this podcast. Okay, so you think you're gonna do one thing, and then you realize what it is, and then you go and you're like, well, shit. Right. Which is I I refer to it now as like um, an art degree as a creative problem solving degree. Yeah. It's really interesting the people interesting. that you meet along the way in business or construction or design who have art degrees because they get it done. They're oh. just, they adapt and they like see things different. And yeah. they as, as in the corporate world, it's seeing things from outside the box. Oh, the box. The box. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're like, let's circle back. Let's table yeah. this. Let's put a pen in it. People always want to put me in a box. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I made my life trying to break that box and now mm. people pay me to build boxes <gasps> that is so fucking poetic i'm loving it so okay so you're on the sites do we want to at all dive into and talk about how challenging it can be to work construction as a woman yeah because so, i've actually worked construction a little bit as a woman yes I it is to, i spent a small period of time <laughs> coating concrete once. oh yeah that's for real yeah and yeah. all dude crew yep. and me. Yeah. And I'm five foot one and three quarters. Yeah. Blonde. And I was time. definitely super blonde at the there's time. There's a certain, there's a certain. Yeah. Like. Did I wear like a white, like man's tank top to work in a sports bra every day? You bet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> was it so hot I wanted to die? Sure thing. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Which is better than, I mean, I worked through the winters in Ooh, Michigan. Shit. And that was the tough part because yeah. I'll tell you what's the most disgusting thing about mm, working yes. construction. I'm going to lean in yeah. for this one. Yeah. Tell me. Get a sip of wine for this. Mm. But so you're freezing. And so I worked doing. Uh, so, okay, let me back up. I, I followed trucks around. Okay. To get this 
job working restoration so like i it was a construction company that did building restoration and i just followed the trucks and watched what they did like a stalker i love this listen if you want to like this is this you can't you never find the job you want on like indeed or whatever i mean that didn't exist then like but you you don't you have to look for the job you want or build it yourself or else it's not what you want it's not yeah you know what i mean because you're just trying to adapt the other thing is is like you know we're women like jobs were not created for us to fill jobs weren't created for us tools weren't created for us like nothing you know industries weren't created for us it's so, so you do have to go out and create your own. Yeah. So I went in. I found this the trucks around. Then I went and applied for um, a job. And it was like, I just walked in there and like had a resume and wanted, to, and wanted to talk to someone. And so they put me in this room with like the two boss dudes and who were just mostly like wondering if I was trying to set up a sexual harassment case. What? You know, like a sexual discrimination. Yeah. What? Whoa. So they were, that's exactly where their mind went to first. Oh, totally. They, they, it was, you know, and then of course, like you have in your head, you're going to a job interview. Yeah. You dress nice. Yeah. I think of my mom being like, do you have some slacks pressed for that? You know? Oh, Maureen. Slaps. Pressed slacks. Yeah. I yeah. still have my same pair of job interview pants. They're like my fancy pants. I like wear them yeah. once every like eight years. And, and when they don't fit, it's really upsetting. But, I know. Um, <laughs> like my muffin top comes out. Yeah. Oh, whoops. I guess yeah. I don't need this I'll wear job. wear it roughly. Well, so yeah. Um, so I w- went to it and I think they just hired me because they were scared oh i like i sort of like i'm sad about that but i kind of also like slightly love it when men yeah. are scared of me i think that oh yeah i mean yeah like a I little love bit that. <laughs> Not gonna get yourself a big truck it's the best <laughs> just like crushing manhood the whole drive up here but um <laughs> you should definitely so. go tooling around town <laughs> on that guy so it's um but I also think they were interested. I think they were curious. They were intrigued. And they were like, this girl put in the time. She follows us around. Something's going to... see what she can yeah, do. Yeah, let's, let's like see. So so you got the job. You didn't... I got the job my very first day. So it was about 30 dudes. Okay. And me. Not intimidating at all. No. A very... Uh, uh, wide range of like education levels. Mm-hmm. Um, there's dudes in there that like probably didn't finish high school. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which I later learned they were like the best builders ever. Mm-hmm. Um, because they they didn't have a degree, but they could build a house with their hands. You know, yeah. it was insane. It was and like awesome. no plans. Just yeah, like, Go totally. For it. Yeah. And and that was something that educated me mm-hmm. and changed some. I mean, I, de- I definitely think I went in with the same amount of stereotypes as they did. Yeah, so, preconceived. Sure. Totally. I think we were both proving it to each other. But so my first day, I go in and get introduced to everyone. And then we have to sit down in a room and watch a sexual harassment <gasps> video. The first day. Just me in the room. I'm sitting right in front. And I just feel like I can feel everyone behind me making, you know, they're like, Making like all the the dick sucking motion that yeah. you just made at me, yeah. <laughs> just every inappropriate gesture, and you're watching this '70s like oh, OSHA video. So it was bad. like, Brenda, why don't you come over here? Oh yeah, and sit then, on my lap. Totally. Yeah. This is your job requirement, and um, 
no one made a peep. No one, like, occasionally you'd hear a chair squeak. or You know, Ugh. everyone was so uncomfortable, and me the most. I just, all I could think of was, please be over soon. Please be over soon. Please be over soon. And then no one talked to me. Like, no one would talk to me. <sighs> because they're scared, yeah. you know? And so I, I was just, I'd say, like, please just talk for, like, you're not going to offend me easily. I've worked around dudes my whole life. Like, just say what you got to say. There's there's a few words I don't accept, you know. Right. Don't drop any C-bombs my way, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and otherwise, just, you know, you know let's just, just move on. Like, I'm a person. Yeah. Like, And it actually yeah. took this one guy who was just this loud obnoxious always that super, guy oh he was just so ridiculous um and but he was an icebreaker how so you know like he would what, how do i want to put it like he would make a nasty joke at me but i could roll back with it oh okay so it was like oh oh so then i had a chance to prove myself Mm. You know, it's type mm-hmm, of a thing, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. or an or an invitation to make a crack as well. So you can't just you can't just walk into the room and be like, oh hey, what about this? You mm-hmm. know, you gotta wait. You have to be kind of invited, mm. like a vampire. Mm. Okay, cool. Construction sites are like vampires. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Got it. Yeah. So in the end, after time, I mean, he he really broke the ice for me, and um, and then I had like thirty big brothers. Huh. You know, um, and and it was awesome. And there was a couple times where other people on job sites would like say something sexist to me or whatever, and then they would be the ones to step up. Nice. And that was awesome. I learned so much from those guys. And um, I had one foreman in particular, Dennis, and he was great because I'd always try and muscle myself out of things, which I wouldn't win that. Con- that you know, I'm uh-huh. like at that time. I was probably... Explain what that means to those who don't know. When you need, like... Like, if you're trying to rip a board off of a wall mm-hmm. that won't come out, and you're like, ah! And you're yeah. using all your might, and instead of using getting a, a better tool, yeah. and, and just, like, thinking about a better way. Yeah. Which um, I think is a really good metaphor for life. Oh, my God. So he would do this thing. He was the greatest guy. His name was Dennis. Dennis Coder. And uh-huh. he would come by, and I'd be like, oh, God! We're gonna get the, you know? And he'd come by, and he'd be like, Who's winning? You or the board? Just Whoa, like super cool. That guy. And I'm like, at first I think, oh my gosh. Oh. Who's winning? You or the board? And then you'd like come back by and say like, it's better to be happy. Oh, shit. Like, so, Dennis. Like, and I'm like, Dennis. Oh, looking back. You know, he was so, a sage. Yeah. Oh, he was. He had this handlebar mustache. <gasps> Great. Awesome Did he drink, dude. like, green tea and, like... Oh, no, 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 no. Probably, no. like, highlight. Oh, okay. Sorry. Never mind. Yeah, Just and, kidding. like, six hungry man frozen meals at That guy's... I love that. Oh, I love it. so great. And he would just... You know, he really taught me to step back and not... Who's winning? You were the board. Right. And what, did you, what was the other one? It's that, better to be happy. It's better to be happy. He had an old Winnebago and he painted that on the back Shut bumper. the fuck up. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. What's he doing now? I don't know. Shout um, out but, to Dennis. Yeah, my last, like on one of the cold days, his wife knit me mittens <gasps> to wear, which mittens aren't very handy. <laughs> no, but bless her saying. heart for trying. Yeah. And, and making it, you feel cared about. Totally. Yeah. Because sometimes other wives would give me the side eye. Oh, because they were like, I, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. 
I, I get that, She must too. be here looking for a husband. Well, internalized misogyny over yeah. there. Sure. And it's like, uh, I see your husband all day. And he's disgusting and a friend yeah. of mine, and I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So he, he was awesome. He taught me a lot. He also, the biggest thing I learned working construction was when... That it's better to admit you don't know how to do something. Yeah, because you can get fucking hurt. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had some close calls. and Like, you um, can get, not hurt, but you can get fucking killed. You can cut a leg off. You like, can die. it's not a joke. It's legit. You know? um, yeah. And you're dealing with, like, cranes mm-hmm. and forklifts. And, and heights. Yeah. All kinds of shit. You can have a whole building come down on you. You know, it, yeah. it was dangerous. And so I learned a few times the hard way that, um, you know. It's better to say, I don't feel comfortable with this, or I don't know how to use this tool. Uh-huh. And it's hard as a woman you in, don't in a CMN, you just want to, you just, you don't want to admit it. And now I'm, I don't, well, it also comes with age. Yeah. But that's also all ego. It's ego. And Even, I, and you know, I mean, when you're a young 20 something who just got out of college and you think you know everything yeah, and yeah. you don't. You were probably a little bit just, of an asshole. Oh, I was. <laughs> Hell yeah. I walked in there thinking like, I'm going to show these guys what's up. I didn't know shit. You know, yeah. You know you're asking from hole in the ground. Yeah. yeah. I was just, you know, and they, I would try and lay, I would lay brick or something. They'd be like, it's not an art project. Stop. <laughs> it's not an art project. You know, and meanwhile, I'm like, this is the most perfect brick wall you've ever seen. And it took me 70 hours. Yeah. To <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they're like, just slap it on there. Yep. I, yeah. I love that. I, first of all, I love Dennis. I love those oh, two lines. Because best. I think, too, as far as, like, the creative process goes, like, when you're muscling through something and you're not, like, asking for help and you're not allowing, like, what you don't know to come yeah, through. to step away. Like, to, like, stop struggling and, like you said, step away is literally the best fucking thing you can yes. do. That's I mean, you're going to make it work easier. For a painting or something and you're, like trying to make it something instead mm-hmm. of just like making it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're trying to be like what do people buy fuck that or what, you know and yeah. so you're trying and then you're you're like who's winning you know? who's winning <laughs> it's just a i love that i want to yeah. get who's winning tattooed <laughs> yeah maybe i'll have your boyfriend do it do it, it. Yeah. <laughs> let's go get, get some neck tats yeah i want to get um on my neck um who's winning uh by your by your boo who's yeah. an amazing tattoo artist yeah um, I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on him. Because, <laughs> you know, we're about you here, but he's a great tattoo. He's done a couple on you, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so okay, so then you get, see the things getting thrown out. Yeah. And so when does this? Tell me more about that. This is so, I love this. Like you see a problem, and you have this like creativity <clears throat> energy meet the problem. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot easier to do when you have like a thirst for it and you're young yeah. and hungry. I'm starting to get tired of things, so well. I'm glad I did it when I did. But um, so then I moved, I moved to um, moved back to Chicago, and when I moved here, I um, printed out one resume. I was married at the time. Mm. Like, you know, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, that is a whole nother podcast. I mean, um, yeah. We're so, not, she shall not say yeah. his name. <laughs> Get another bottle. <laughs> oh, we will. Um, so, <laughs> I moved here, I, I, I printed out one resume, uh-huh. which he was just like, you're insane. Like, <gasps> please don't do that. But And I wanted to work at Salvage One, which was 
I mean, it's more of an event space now, but at the time it was a it was a very reputable architectural yeah. salvage place of one of the biggest in the nation. Um, great reputation. It used to be really awesome. I think now it's a little more. It's of more of an event space now, right? Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, but it used so, to be like a place where things would get salvaged. Yeah. Right? Okay. Cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I it was just it was, it was like a floor of trim, a floor of doors, a floor. Mm. And I I loved it. My uncle took me there when I was younger, and I just I felt I was like oh Ooh, that's it, cool. it was almost. Like, finally getting into salvage houses was realizing what I kind of wanted to do because I was trying to save things and didn't realize the, the setup or the formality or how to do it, right? So, and so salvage houses are essentially what salvage one is. and there's Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. It's but there, a are weird... more, there are salvage houses around the world? Yes. So, well, okay. yeah, it would be, I, I mean... It, any like reuse warehouse or okay, something. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, you're essentially a salvage house then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. fascinating. So, you became what you loved. Yeah. <laughs> My heart just exploded. Did everyone hear it? Yeah. You literally fulfilled your childhood dream with one resume. So it was. You are an Eminem song. <laughs> that Michigan thread. One What's shot, that? baby. Yeah, for yes. sure. I oh my picture God. myself more of a Bob Seger type person in terms of Michigan artists. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, um, yeah, so I started working there. Okay, so you went in with your one resume. Yeah, and, and then, you... then it was all dudes again. Okay, same story. And Different day. Just, yeah. New year. They were such a pain in the ass when I went in there, so I was like, let me talk to your boss. I'm going to speak with your manager. We sat in an office... The guy's name was Steve, and just talked about like getting wasted in high school. Cool, that was a that, job for like two hours. Very professional. It was great. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it was so professional. Um, I wore my slacks. Wore my job interview slacks. So I took care. You know, you took so care of business. Yeah. And then I went, and then he had given me this bottle of whiskey when I left that they found. They cleaned out this house. It was full of old boots. So I came home, and my husband at the time was like, did you get the job? And I was like, I don't know, but I got this bottle of whiskey. I think maybe. Who's winning? Who's winning already? <laughs> and then I just went in the next day. Ah, <laughs> I wasn't even really up. sure. Oh, cheers to just showing the fuck up. God, I love this episode so far. It's so good. You're like, I'm just going to show up. Do you yeah. want to be happy? Yeah. <laughs> Who's winning? One shot. <laughs> Making dreams come true. <laughs> yeah, I'll just make my own job. So I was like, and you could tell they were totally like, they, they were thinking like, did he hire her? Like, I don't. Yeah. And I was like, this is going to be easy, you guys. Like, you know, so I just started organizing hardware. I just, and then I worked Yeah, there. I'm just going to clean this shit yeah. up. <laughs> and then I did great. I did great there. It was awesome. I learned a lot. I met great people. I, Make I finally felt like I felt a career happening, mm-hmm. which hadn't happened yet because in college, mm. you know, I cooked, I did this or that, right. whatever. And if, you know, you're like, I don't want to be a line cook for the rest of my life. No. You know that. You got, yeah. you know, you got an art degree and you have creative ideas floating in your head. And so, so I worked there for two years I got divorced. Uh-huh. And best thing you ever did? Yes. Great. At that moment I did I was at that time. it was 
Yeah, I thought, you know, it was very clear, the decision yeah. to. Well, he was a hater. I mean, you just told well, me Well, he that. just <laughs> didn't know. He was one of those people who was programmed yeah, to, to be in the box. Be in the box. Yeah. And, like, move to the suburbs and have kids and, like, do... Which is, which fine. is fine. I know. That's what you want to do. But it's so not me. Yeah. It, well, it sounds like it was a difference in values, honestly, ultimately. It like, was a difference in knowing who you are. So I think, like, we all have, I think we had similar values, but it's, like, mm. some people grow up to be who they think they should be, mm-hmm. and mm. some people grow up to be period. who they really are. <laughs> you know? So. Yeah. I um, love it. That's, yeah. That's... And that was huge. I just thought, um, I'm, Good I'm for just you. starting to own it. So. Yeah, you are. Yeah, we got divorced, and I thought. Um, Smell you later. <laughs> yeah, I left Salvage One, because it was just kind of getting. Stagnant? Yeah, and just starting to be a different scene. And mm. the the thing that really hit it for me was it was overpriced for people like mm. me and accessible. So people, yeah, people like me would come in and um and they'd want things and they have really great creative ideas and I'd be like, oh, that's two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, and it's like whatever we got that shit for like ten bucks. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, was... so that was. That was rough. So I thought, I, then I was really at, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. So I took the last of my dollars because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we're going to split up. I only want the dog. I don't want any of your shit. I don't want your money. And then I was kind of like, wow, this was a bold choice. Um, <laughs> maybe I should have went for a little of that money. <laughs> maybe I could at least get insurance out of that deal. Uh-huh. Um, and I went to Mexico with my girlfriends. Great idea. I like this. Yeah, because I was just like, whatever, I'm going to live in my mom's basement yeah, back home. Are. I'm going to be that girl. So went to Mexico and sat on this dock, and I was like, my life is going to get better. My life is going to get better. Yeah, it is. And then um, I, which, like, my friends that stepped in and dropped everything to go to Mexico with to me. To support you on your divorcee yeah. journey. Yeah. And all the cashmere, like, pashminas you were going to wear and totally. the pottery you were going to make. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a Diane Lane movie waiting Oh, <laughs> totally. She threw her hard hat away and <sighs> got a bikini instead. <laughs> but, um, so. Hi. Do you like what you're hearing? If so, swing on by patreon.com backslash life of the potty and become a patron. This is a listener supported podcast, so any amount you can support making an artist with is enough and greatly appreciated. If you can't become a patron right now, please rate, review, and share your favorite episodes so we can keep the conversation going. Thank you and potty. When I got back, the first phone call on my voicemail was from Harpo Studios, which is Oprah <gasps> Shop. We here at this podcast are big fans of yeah. Oprah. So, <laughs> out of like, I had a roommate that was working for them, art department, making sets, and and they were super busy, and they called me in. <gasps> yeah, and so the next thing you know, I got off the plane, and I was like, I work Jesus at- calls, you know, G- <laughs> like, like I can't, God I couldn't have even you. thought of what that message should be you know so it's really important to will the universe to work for you like i i sat on the stock and i said this is not my life this will not define me there's better things out there for me Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i am like calling on it you know it's time call it forth yes it's megan time right now megan motherfucking toy yeah and like i think that's the thing that people i don't want to say what's the word i want to say is like I think that's the hard thing is that when you're in the thick of the shit, 
to be like, this is temporary. This mm-hmm. isn't who I am. This yeah. is a thing that's happening that's probably going to like shape and deepen my compassion and all the other things. But like, this is just for now. Well, it's because money gets in the way. Money gets, you know, in the way. Because you sure. think to yourself, this isn't me. I'm going to be better. But then you're like, shit, I got to pay the bills. So yeah. I'm about to bust some tables. Yeah. You know, yeah. or whatever. But I mean, like, what's so bad about that? I, right. You know what I mean? Like, I know that's not what you gotta we do all it and do, know it's but temporary. like, you know that you have that ability. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something, like, that's something I can always fall back on. I was like, I worked at fucking Ruby Tuesdays. Oh, like, yeah. if it all fell apart, all my clients left me, all my, well, you, know, and like, you know, I could be like, I'm gonna go sling some salivar. Right. Like, <laughs> you're, you are a people person, and if you have a work ethic. Yes. And, you know. Yeah, you're gonna be okay. But, like, you, in that moment, I feel like you had a really good mindset. Like, you said that you called it in. I was not like, about to live in my mother's basement. Fuck no. I was just, like, universe, other planets, crazy spirits. You like, my dead grandma. Like, <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm putting out there everything. Like, so, I'm actually, like, a big fan of prayer. And I don't mean, like, in the Judeo-Christian sense. But yeah. But in, like, the, like, let me send this message out. Yeah, hell. And let it be heard. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's another, I mean, the other big thing, like, back to the construction thing, is, like, mm-hmm. asking for help when you need it. Yes. Like, life is too big for me right now. Yeah. You, you know, can't muscle like, your I, way I through that. I just survived getting divorced, yeah. and I need to have something. Yeah. And I'm not done crushing it, you know? Yeah. So, so I flew back, so I started. So Oprah fucking called. So like fucking <laughs> Oprah called. It's so insane, right? It's like I can't make this shit up. Episode is Oprah called. (laughs) Yeah, knock knock. Who's there? Oprah. Oprah. Fuck yeah. Okay. (laughs) So you. So I know. Did you? Did it pay well? Here's the best part about it. That was never on my bucket list. No. I never like I didn't set out for that. Mm -hmm. It just it crossed my path and I got you know. Um. So, so I go in. The, and, it, and you're working at our department. It's a pretty vague. It's not. A, it's your contract. You're like freelance. Um, you get a big green sticker to go on your shirt that's like temporary. Don't tell this girl shit. She's just temporary. Oh. Um, and so you you work. You do doing stuff. You're you're making the sets, which was awesome. It, and it, and I was good at it. And it you know you. You're not using your creative voice as producers and designers and stuff for that. But in terms of like, okay, take all that furniture and paint it black. I'm like, okay, gotcha. Got it. Where's the spray room? Like, Yeah. Um, but the big break for me was, it was just, it was really crazy how this all happened. And I wasn't, I, I, I for, kind of forgot about this story until this, this is so funny, but a random dude who goes by Lumbering Behemoth came to the shop yesterday. And somehow we came across this story and he was like, this is good. Like, this is your life. You need to... He goes, you should have a podcast. And I was well, like, I, funny. I'm going to be on a podcast <laughs> tomorrow. So cool. And I want to tell this story. Yeah. Fantastic. Just will that shit to happen. But, I love um, it. So then I'm, I'm there. I'm like temporary useless person with a big green sticker that's like useless. Yeah, like, don't give don't, her any sharp objects. sweep or yeah. whatever, you know. I went into the um, design office for... Um, some paper and there's all these people huddled around a computer screen they're 
getting ready to rebuild the Mary Tyler Moore set. As one does. Yeah, for a reunion, right? <gasps> Lovely. Yeah. I got to meet Betty White, dude. <gasps> I know. Stop, Jealous. right? Yeah. So I walked in. <clears throat> there was all these people trying to figure something out. And um, and and I was like, oh, it's it, they're zooming in on a piece of artwork on the wall. I'm like, oh, it's the Picasso piece of. And then everyone turns around like, who the hell is this? <gasps> right, big green you have sticker. Your art degree. And I yeah, and I'm all like, oh, sorry, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. shuffle backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just an idiot. And they're like, wait, what? And they're like, do, what does it look like? And it's a simple line drawing. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, and just made it up, made it. You drew it. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And then, like, the next thing you know, I got to recreate the artwork that was on the walls for the Mary Tyler Moore set. <laughs> right? No, it gets better. You guys, you're I'm dying. Brace yourself. So I am. I'm holding then. on to the end of my bed right now. <laughs> she is. <laughs> so, um, I'm super excited. Then they, they do the show. We get to meet everyone. You get to hug Benny White. Oh, my God. Right? Doesn't end there. Okay, so then they decide to afterwards do a show on recreating the set. So they're literally, like, showing me painting the things for the set. So, like, now instead of, like, being the divorced girl who lives in my mom's basement. You're on Oprah. My mom is, like... Tune in to Oprah. That's my daughter. She's amazing. Let's all stop talking about getting divorced. Because, like, who's what's that yeah. guy's name anymore yeah, anyway? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's amazing. That's magic. Yeah. Mm. So that kind of was my saving grace. And then... Um, Oprah saved your life? For reals. Oh, my God. I love Oprah. She's my grandma, by the way. She doesn't know it. She but. is my fairy godmother. <laughs> I know. She was just like, ding, 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 Did ding, you get poof. to meet her? I did. <gasps> yeah. I had this moment um, <laughs> where it was after a... Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm, like, blowing your mind. No, right I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so happy right now. I love so, it. So, it was after a cooking show, like a competition, where we'd build a kitchen and there'd be all these people, mm-hmm. different, different mm-hmm. people cooking mm-hmm. and... Did you meet Bob Green? <laughs> I did. Wait, who? Bob Green. He was like her like trainer for a long time. Oh, no, no. Listen, I know. Yeah. Listen, I grew up watching Oprah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I definitely did, but we didn't have much TV time. Oh, I got it. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I had two full time working parents. I mean, she's as amazing as yeah. you want her to be yeah. in your head. She oh, is. Oh, good. Yeah. She, and she takes care of her people, like, for real. I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so then, you know, Everyone gets paid well, and everyone is is a joy to work with there. It was, like, a great place to work because everyone's, like... love hearing that. Yeah, you know? Yes. Uh, everyone gets paid well. Everyone is, is working for Oprah, and, mm-hmm. like, she was great. And so it was after a cooking show, and there was all these racks and racks and racks of, like, just gross seafood plates and whatever. And, um, you know, there wasn't a com- commercial kitchen in there, so it was... Um, not to wash it in the art department. We're like, oh, someone go up to the, like, executive kitchens. Okay. And I'm like, I'll go. I'll do it. Like, because yeah. at this point, like, I'm just so happy to be there. I'm I don't like, give a you, shit. I'll wash yeah. a toilet. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I can't believe this is happening. You know? <laughs> I was just on Oprah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was like a drinking totally. game for my friends. They were like, there There was a quick second of her pushing a cart. Holy shit. Ah! Um, <laughs> That's amazing. So I go up to watch the seafood, and I'm like, like just completely take over this kitchen. I don't know who's ki- I don't know the executive chef, like floor. Right. Okay. Um. So <clears throat> I'm, 
washing dishes and I'm just like doo 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 scrubbing dishes like life's good thank god I don't live in my mom's basement and then Oprah comes in it's like her kitchen you know and she comes in and gets like a drink out of the fridge and she's like hey how's it going and I'm just like holy shit I'm like hey it's going I'm like I'm totally like be cool be cool yeah (laughs) yeah I would have no fucking but she's so cool it's okay you don't like get starstruck because she's just she's just like I'm thirsty I'm just coming in to get some bevs yeah she's like I've talked to my Angelou enough to know my center point in life (laughs) that's right her and my she had like a direct line to Maya oh my god we are totally devolving into Oprah right now but I am not mad about it no (laughs) I'm not mad either because I feel like it was a amazing point in my life but so she's just like Hey, you want, she's like, you thirsty, you want a drink? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So she, I, like, gra- hands me a bottle of water. Oprah gave you water? <laughs> I'm, like, sitting here, like, scraping fish guts off of plates. And I, and it was a cooking show, so I was a competition. So I was like, so what would you think of that vegan sandwich, you know? Yeah. Because I don't know what else to say. And yeah, I'm, that's a great, that's a great opener. Yeah, and she yeah. was like, oh, girl, she's like, I'm all about that pork sandwich. Like, <laughs> yes, she just, yes. said, she was just like vegan sandwich. Yeah. My ass. Right, <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. So we had a little moment. You had a moment. Did you like hug? Were you like No, I was totally, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I was thinking like, should I be like, oh, my God, thank you so much for this job. I was going to live in my mom's basement. But well, I was, she would have loved that, too. I just was like, cool. Yeah, I'm you glad you like that sandwich. Like <laughs> something stupid. And then, um, and then once she left, I waited like five minutes and I called my mom and I'm like, oh my god, my god, my god, my god, my And you're like, I wish there was a camera here to like capture the chill moment between me and Oprah. Yeah, but it's nothing you can photograph. You know what I mean? No, because you had to be in it too. Like that. That's the thing. It's like. There was something that came up for me when you were saying that, but like, you like the fact that you kind of essentially you were saying yes to everything that you wanted to do, like you said yes to working construction in following that truck around. You said yes to like one shot resume. <laughs> you sh- you said yes to divorcing your husband because that was no longer working for you, and then you ended up fucking meeting Oprah. Yeah, because you said yes to your desires and to the things that yeah. you truly wanted to do. And even even not even like yes to my desires, but being open to whatever the hell crossed my path. Right. Like I didn't desire to work on sets for the Oprah show. Right. I just desired something better. Yeah. And it was like, I must have really sent that beam out there, like, to... <laughs> well, and I I think the not, almost that non-specificity is almost key. It's key, and I've all, you know, I've always tried to take every opportunity that comes my way. Yeah, even that if is it's an really opportunity, weird. truly. Yeah, it's funny, my boyfriend calls them Zopportunity. <gasps> my last name is Zop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's adorable. Oh, it's, yeah. What he's, a cutie. He said something once about, like, seizing that opportunity, and my whole family, like, melted, so. Oh, my God. Yeah. Honey and great with oh. a tattoo gun. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty cute, too. I don't know. May, we, w- will he be the first man I allow on making an artist? We'll see. Oh, wow. There's yeah. never been, I know. I didn't mean to do it. Yeah. It just started. It just, I don't know any man. <laughs> <laughs> They have enough platforms out there. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, okay. So you're at Oprah's. Yeah. So you're making sets. You're making that happen. And then 
when did you stay until she shut her down? I was, we knew it was getting um, shut down, and also so it was like kind of slowing down a bit, and also it was a it was also like a wasteful industry. So production mm. in general is wasteful. Yes, because it's like one we're just using it for this one shot. Yeah, and that's so it. you and then we throw it away. you build a whole set. Yeah. It takes like weeks, 100%. and then it's gone. Yes. Um, and so that must have killed you. I, I did. Like... I I mean I I I didn't grow up like super poor. Right. But I was definitely taught the value of not wasting. Things. Yeah, like I can't even handle throwing out like a half empty like bag of dole salad. Right. Like I get upset about that. Yeah. So I can't even imagine watching a whole set that you just spent yeah. weeks on weeks on weeks yeah. just getting tossed into the garbage. Yeah. So, <clears throat> right around this time, uh, a friend, my friend Kindy, um, who, she was working uh, for the Delta Institute, and um, she w- worked with this woman, Elise, who um, was the founder of the Rebuilding Exchange, and mm-hmm. wanted to open this reuse facility. Okay. And it's like, you know, she had this, uh, Elise had this amazing idea and like did all this research and got funding and everything to make this idea work and it's like what a who... bad bitch oh yeah she is she's taught me a lot and props like, to her we might have oh. to have her on she gets it done <laughs> i love that she gets it done and um and has accomplished amazing things nice. um in okay. this city for amazing. sure so um so it's like okay we have this great idea who on earth is crazy enough mhm to like sit in a warehouse on 47th Street in Kedzie and like sell garbage. <laughs> Get your fresh hot garbage <laughs> served up every day. Mm-hmm. And that was you. Yeah. Because you were like, oh, this Me is. Me and this guy named Sal mm-hmm. who came. Um, to meet Elise through a neighborhood association. <clears throat> he had worked with Ceasefire, like an anti-gang. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, thing and to get um, kids doing better yeah. things than joining gangs and stuff. So the two of us got thrown into the... It was a total yeah. reality show. Like, the two of us got thrown in this warehouse with no windows to, like, sell <laughs> trash. And I we made it. that shit work. We made it work. It was it was amazing. And, um, and so in that... Time with them, we outgrew our location three times in five years. Look at you. Yeah. And I Sal. was like, oh, I'll tell, yeah, I'll sell some trash. Motherfucking trash. Yeah. And yeah. Sal was like, this is crazy, but I'm in it, you know? Um, and then we did um, a job training program oh, for folks right out of jail. Community. Getting them, yes. Yeah, getting them back Serve in the job market. Um, yes. And I met. One of my best friends, Stan. Uh huh. He works with you sometimes, correct? Yeah, he yeah. still works at the Rebuilding Exchange. Okay. Um, and he is a, a great friend. When I was starting my business, he would literally call me at eight in the morning and be like, "Are you sleeping? You need to get up and get shit done. Like you can't start a business and sleep in. You yeah. know." Um. So and he he had this we had this really amazing friendship where um. He was like, man, first of all, he was just like, 
you know, white people are crazy. They buy trash. Like they, I, he was I'm just, not gonna. He was just like this <laughs> shit is insane. That. Yeah. But then it was great because he was like he, he saw I could do it, and he mm. was like, "Girl, you could sell sand in the desert." <laughs> you know, he was super impressed. Oh. Yeah, and I, you know, he he was really impressed at my hustle. Mm-hmm. So Stan, though. He's your sweet baby. He's a sweet baby, boo. He's he's the best. He is a great, great friend, and we have constantly taken each other, supported each other through lows and highs, Mm -hmm. and there's, like, few people that you know will be there for you no matter what. Is he almost like a creative champion? Like, somebody that's going to call you at 8 o'clock in the morning and be like, you need to get the fuck up? Like, that's somebody that, in my mind, is, like you're like top five like oh for sure and and leaving the rebuilding exchange was really hard to Mm. do because you've been doing all this like community work well you start it it's like Mm. it's like you Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. send your baby off to college and i'm like okay this is a well-functioning machine yeah it's doing great it's a successful business we're training people we have workshops we have like a huge staff yeah it's time for me to like go yeah and i think I had, we had, um, I had Maggie Kubley on right before the Celine Dion last show. And we talked about that. We talked about like, how do you end yeah. a creative relationship essentially? Oh, it's hard. And, but what I also, what you're talking about too, is like, you almost got it to a point where it was like, we've done, su- I've done such a good job. I can go now. Yeah. Because I have like other things to do over here. And that's not to say I don't want to, like, it's not to say that. You don't love it still. Well, no, I love it, and I'm I'm essentially doing something really similar. But my right. whole thing was I. There's very few people in the so it's an emerging industry, right? Mm-hmm. Waste is essentially mm-hmm. it, like, um, but and reuse. It's an emerging industry. It's not an industry that exists. I can tell you that for a fact. When you try and get a loan from the bank, they're like, we don't for nope. selling trash. We don't give out they're trash just like. <laughs> This bitch be crazy. Like, they were like, what have you got for collateral? And I was like, oh, this beautiful heritage lumber. It's over 150 years. I can't. And I explained, like, the logging industry history. And they're, like, really buying it. And then they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, like, you want to leverage for collateral what you pull out of the trash. And I'm like, but then you make I'm like, isn't that beautiful? I'm like, yeah. that's beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? I bet you don't have any other clients in here leveraging loan, trash. Like, If I was your loan officer, I would stamp approved. Yeah, thank but you. Thank you. I don't. I'm a creative and not a banker. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> but that's the problem. Yeah. But so you left the building exchange, and then you were like, what? So I wanted to prove the marketplace. Um, so proving the the hard part for me too is so I was part. Of changing an industry, which is huge, right? That's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. Okay. Especially in Chicago, um, the demolition industry, it's like some old school shit. Yeah. It's like some mafia shit. Yeah. Like it's I was just it's about, like yeah. it's a to to break ground in there is like something I'm very proud of. It's mm-hmm. kind of um, you know, I should get a trophy for that shit. But just saying. Yeah. Um good for you for yeah. fucking calling out your compliment on that too. <laughs> I That's mean awesome. I I don't know anyone else who really, you know, I know a few people, I should say, that, that have pulled that shit off, um, but it, it's hard. Yeah. It's really, really hard. And so what was happening was 
um, connections I had in the demolition industry were kind of like sick of doing favors for me because I worked in a nonprofit. So it's like, what could right. I give them? Oh, I'll give me yeah. a tax write off. Yeah. And, like, and you're asking care. these dudes who work really hard yeah. to do something different and not get paid. Mm. Okay. And like, that's also not cool. Right. And I get it. Yeah, I get it too. And I'm like, I, I mean, you gotta fucking pay rent. Like, yeah, you can't I don't pay know. rent and yeah, like favors. And I don't like. You're right. I ask you for a lot, and what mm-hmm. do I do for you? Nothing. Mm-hmm. So, Except part of me you compliments. <laughs> yeah, I bring you coffee when it's cold. <laughs> Make a cafe. Um, so, I wanted to prove the marketplace. It's like the ultimate challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to explain what that means. So basically. Proving an industry, you have to prove that people will buy okay. the materials, right? So when you work in a nonprofit, <clears throat> things get donated, and then they sell them, which is kind of strange. But you're 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 supporting tons of programming, so you okay. need that to happen. Um, so by buying the materials, mm-hmm. you're supporting the people who are. Uh, affecting the change they're doing the they're yes. making the change happen mm-hmm. and the interesting thing is <clears throat> coming from a nonprofit side you're trained to think like the change begins at the top it's the person who owns the building who calls the shot who hires the contractors whatever and you know what i've learned to discover it's like it's the bottom end of things Right? Like, mm. so you go to a job site, mm. and that last dude who gets paid the shittiest, who's tired, hmm. he's the guy responsible to take all the trash to the landfill. And if you're like, hey, man, I'm going to ask you personally to do yeah. something different. I'm going to ask you to bring it by my place, and I'll buy it instead of you paying to throw it out. So you essentially will, like, get paid twice. So, like, there's that hustle. Oh, but it's also shit. supporting the guy that needs it the most. So yeah. So you, you talk about trying to affect change from, like, the millionaire who's taking down a building in the middle of downtown Chicago. Yeah. A building that withstood the Chicago fire uh-huh. that was built by hand, built from logs that were, like cut down by hand in the winters in the 1800s from dudes who had to camp outside and mm-hmm. like walk on frozen waters and stuff like yeah you know they the don't history, care the... they don't care yeah. they're the ones tearing the building down yeah well it's their bottom line totally yeah i mean and like you can sing them this pretty song you can give them tax write off all this but you know who cares is like the last guy who's throwing it out and he's like oh I can help this and I can get paid. Yeah. Listen, we all like to help shit and get paid. Right. I mean, like... And it's... That's my fucking middle name. Right. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, and, and I say... <clears throat> I say guy because I have yet to run no, into lit. female demolition workers in the industry, which I hope to <clears throat> be part of that upon. change. Yes. But, um, so, you know... I wanted to kind of make the ultimate sacrifice of Mm -hmm. like trying. And also you get to a point in your life and in your age where you're like, I'm going to do shit my own way. I made people money. I've been really good at every job I've done. And then you start to realize. You start to realize actually how good you are. Yeah. And you're like, why? 
And then Am the worst part is when you have to negotiate yeah. your pay. Uh-huh. Okay, so like everyone talks about how great you are and how much you're valued until you want that shit mm-hmm. validated. And then you want it paycheck. in paper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When I left the rebuilding exchange, they split my job. Over oh, two people? Yeah. And dudes get paid more. That's all I'm going to say. Shut the like, fuck I hate, up. I hate, I hate to dis, to dis well, that place, but um, it ha- wow. it's happened to me every single freaking job I've had. I leave, it gets split between two dudes, and they get paid more. Get the fuck out of town. And it's I just, mean, no. I mean, I'm like, not surprised, I'm just disappointed. Right, exactly. You know, like, I'm not surprised, So you get to this point where you're like, okay, am I going to do that shit again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, are you going to do... Or am I just mm-hmm. going to do my shit? And so, Great Lakes Yard, I started with five grand. I had five grand. That's, let me just tell you. That's a really measly amount. That's a really of cash small amount of money to start a business. To with. start a business, like a business where you have to like pay overhead, buy rent. tools yeah, and trucks exactly. and a warehouse, and like that's not that's not even two months rent. Mm-hmm. So for a warehouse in the city of Chicago, um, so in the city, yeah, especially yeah. in the city of Chicago. And the other thing is, when you're a woman by yourself and you want a warehouse to be creative and to build things and to like figure your shit out. You also have to get one that's safe. Yeah. Which basically doubles Gated. what you paid for rent. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a huge challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started off with a partner and, um, that didn't, that didn't necessarily work out cause I did all the work Ooh. and I had to turn around and be like, this shit's not working and mm, blah, blah, You had to blah. have that hard conversation. Oh, yeah. I got called a bully, which basically means, in my mind, like, when you get called a bully as a woman in any field, it means, like, girl, you got your shit together and you got it going on. And, like, I saw this really great quote that said, you know, men like to say, I'm intimidated by you. Oh, or you're intimidating. They say you're intimidating. And really it's like, no, you're intimidating, motherfucker. Yeah. I I'm not intimidating. You're intimidated. So I get called intimidated a lot. Intimidating a lot. Um Which that, basically means I am a man who's intimidated by you. It does not mean you're intimidating. And my and I'm always like like I'll state it again. I'm five foot one and three quarters. Right. Like you're intimidated by me. Right. Like give. Like you need to go. That's embarrassing. Do don't say that out loud. Don't say that out loud. Don't yeah. tell. Don't tell me that to my face. Yeah. Because it just says so much more about you than it does about me. Right. Like, it's so silly that that I would be embarrassed to say that. Mm. <laughs> I would. <do. laughs> you know what I don't I mean? even think that word like pops <laughs> into my vocabulary. I mean, and it's also like, it's interesting. So I get it a lot. I have, um, I don't really like advertise that I'm a female run lumber yard. Yeah. You're just like, we're great Dudes lakes. come in and yeah. then they're like, well, and who's going to cut this and who's going to, you know, and I'm like, it's me, dude. Like, just relax. it's all me. Like, yeah. I don't like, that's my saw. I bought it. Like what? I don't, I'm going to cut your wood to fit in your small truck. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> but wait, I'm gonna cut your wood and fit your small but, truck. And this amazing thing happens where, like, I watch this shift in their brain. Yeah, I know. And it's, <laughs> and, 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 but it's inspiring, right? Like, and and honestly, they wouldn't have come in uh-huh. if I was like, "Hey, this is a woman running over 
yard. Like they came in because it's a lumber yard that's doing shit and getting it done. And then they come in. And, and then also you're like, working with like really great companies. Like you just did Pitchfork and you made some, what did you make? I worked for, well, I was contracted by Cliff Bar. Right. For Pitchfork. Right. Uh, which they're awesome. Cliff Bar. I mean, that's just a small piddly little you know, <laughs> like health bar company. You guys have probably never heard of it. They don't sponsor any like triathlons or anything like that. They're like, awesome. It's not a big deal. They, and they are like yeah. people. I've I've worked with a lot of great brands mm-hmm. that um, that will seek me out. Because I get it done. Yeah. Like, and so you're they also, wouldn't... you make beautiful stuff. Like, we haven't even really gotten into the nitty gritty of that, <laughs> that you make these beautiful pieces. Like, what did you make for Cliff Bar this past So we weekend? did risers and seating for yeah. them. And you've so... made, like, bars, correct? And, like, signage? Yeah. So my kind of... of bread and butter is the restaurant bar industry. Yeah. And I think my sweet spot, um, which comes back to my creative problem solving degree, is that Basically, my role is that I speak two languages. Right? Uh-huh. I speak contractor and construction, yes. and I speak design yes. and art. Yes, so and I, so it's mm-hmm. a really interesting thing because um, contractors come in and they're like so pissed at their designer, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh God, she mm-hmm. doesn't know what she mm-hmm. wants. She keeps saying she wants it to look like the Southampton space, like, negative know. space." Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, she <laughs> said like, like Southamptons. She means weathered gray siding." Mm. You know, and I'm like, and they're like, what? I don't know. What the yeah. hell are you talking And then you can communicate that to them and they can. You know, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, listen, take this picture, say these few keywords. Yeah. And watch what happens. Her face is going to light up. Yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting too. I get a lot of, um, I get a lot of jobs from women that come in because mm-hmm. it's an, and it's an awesome thing. Like I love working with women in the field of construction um, and design because um, you know, like I had I worked with some architects, they came in and, you know, they asked all these intelligent questions and they were so prepared and organized. And I was like, these are really good questions, you know? And I was like, thank you for being uh, prepared. And yeah. yeah. And they were like, oh my God, thank you for thanking me for these questions. And I'm like, oh my God, thank you for coming here. And it was like, <laughs> you're oh like going to thank off. Yeah, yeah totally. I love and it was it. just this the best kind of oh, competition yeah. to be in. Yeah. And then it was like checks in the mail. And I was like, and thank you again for paying me on time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's this amazing, um, thing that happens where it's like, they're like, oh my God, thanks for not being condescending piece of oh shit. When God, we come in 100%. here. percent. Yeah. What more potty in your life? Head on over to lifeofthepotty.com and sign up to receive the potty report. It's a super fun newsletter that will keep you knee deep in potty knowledge and goings on. We've always got fun things in the works and you're invited to all of it. So Um, now like I'm trying to make Great Lakes Yard a place where um, I can sell the materials mm -hmm. to pay the bottom line so that I can start to be more creative with it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So it's like I can work on an art project off to the side. Yeah. You got enough space there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm getting better. I cleaned it up. I know. I will. I I do want to come in. Yeah. I want to come in and uh, fuck with some more nails. Yeah. Fling some nails. Saw some more shit. Yeah. (laughs) I'm setting up an axe throwing wall. Ooh. 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 I'm definitely coming. Ladies, I got to tell you, axe throwing league is the shit. Feels good. I want to do it. You do it. It's so fun. So I'm, yeah. one, I'm doing a Monday night league, and it's like just a couple ladies get together and throw some steel at, at the wall, and it's like that thud. Uh, it's just like you can envision mm. something. Yeah. Work some. 
Oh, it's um, it out. what is it called? Um, it's a a healthy oh, release of aggression. Else. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Not only can you, are you a wonderful uh, artist, but you also are a great bartender. I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. Talk to me at the end. But of this a, a, yeah, a healthy form. Of, it's a healthy form of um, aggression or expression of aggression. Yeah. And I'm very interested in, and I love that kind of thing because a lot of that stuff lives in our body. Well, we don't have and a we don't have an access. Like, I mean, like we don't have like an, a release. And we're so, we're so, um, what do I want to say, um, tied down by debt and life in general and the world's so messed up right now. And it's like, you know, I've watched kids that like have more debt from going to art school. Like I'm lucky I, I did the one smartest thing I did was pay off my student loans before I started Great Lakes I have massive beef with student loans and like I was lucky enough to go to school before it got crazy astronomical oh it's insane I don't like uh, like I mean I went to a state school theater program I totally I I mean I give the most messed up advice it's like people shield their children from me because I'm like don't get married no don't go to college and don't start your own business and I say that I mean I have my own business but like (laughs) it sucks it's a tough tough world it's but would you have it any other way it's broke (laughs) but would you have it any other way i don't know i don't think so i i get bored easy that's the thing yeah there's always a challenge there's always something new there's always somebody new to deal with there's always some mind change yeah but i mean there there's a payoff there in it for you and like i mean i know i could probably do a lot better i'm not open i i'm by appointment Mm-hmm. And I do that because I like to take time with people and, mm-hmm. like, talk about what they're doing and, mm-hmm. like, figure mm-hmm. it out. Mm-hmm. And I could probably make more money if I was open to the public and had this retail <clears throat> thing and had people walking off the street. But a lot of it is also safety, right? You're in a warehouse right. in the middle of nowhere. You don't want the doors open. You're a single woman alone. I mean, my dog will totally kill you. <laughs> but he's also so cute. He's my little baby. He's <laughs> like, I love my mom. I'll kill you. I, but, yeah, um, he will. Definitely. But it's like, I kind of go broke so that I can <laughs> live my own destiny, which is, it's, it's, it's weird. I, I mean, I make enough to make it work. Yeah. But, um... I don't go on vacation. I don't. I mean, I have like I have like a nice pair of jeans. Mm-hmm. Like you've seen them. You've all seen them. They only come out on like special special nights. Yeah, it's yeah. like because I'm normally like I'm I'm like pig pen when you go when I go meet friends out, mm-hmm. especially girlfriends. Like I'm the dirtiest one. Mm-hmm. I look like haggard as shit, but it's like I try to just own it. I mean. And it's like, I'm proud of the dust that bounces off my shoulder when you hug me. Yes. Because it's you should like, be. I'm, you know, I'm, I worked hard for that. Yeah. But. And I will also say that, like, the grass is always greener. Oh, right, right, right. Like, I may, I may have mentioned this on this podcast before, but it bears mentioning again. Oh, it's so real. Is that, like, when I quit my corporate job to go on tour with my solo show, like, I had grown men. Come and sit in my office. P.S. I had a fucking office. <laughs> like, with a door that closed. Right. <laughs> and that's how, like, set up I was. Yeah. And I was, like, saying no you to it. You had vacation time. Oh, I had so much PTO. Oh, I, I had, don't like, even, like, well, that was the thing is, I like, missed. I had hardly taken vacations because of the job. 
the and grind. the grind and yeah. the, and like the FaceTime and this and that and the hoobity, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. and I had vendors and come in and they would sit across from me and they'd be like you know because I'd given notice and they all knew I was leaving and they're like man oh right I remember you yeah 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 and if I if I if I you know for your age that, that's oh, what they would say everyone, I was yeah. my, I, but I was in my late 20s I wasn't some fucking spring ass chicken people give so many but they excuses. give the excuse and they're like if I you know what I really I remember this guy and it like broke my heart because he was like he didn't want to be like some like fucking Picasso like you know artist he wanted to be a coach he wanted to like coach, right I remember like, you football and shit yeah. and so but achievable he had, dude. but he had his golden handcuffs on oh, now it's so bad and so his he would like have to downsize and live in a smaller house and send his kids probably to like public school and like do all these normal kids make ass it things harder. kids make it harder they do make it harder else, but, but they, it's not impossible and like so you can choose to like live your sense of freedom because it's a choice. The, here's the here's the it's other thing. And like I may or may not cut this out because this is like kind of a negative thing to say. <laughs> but everyone is one catastrophe away from poverty. Oh, totally. I mean totally. So, like whether it's... you're sitting in your seat right now doing whatever the fuck you want and having your hours at your job, or yeah. you're in the corporate golden handcuff sphere, yeah. Everybody is literally living on the edge. Well, and in my opinion, what makes which I'm you right. enjoy that? Yeah, you are. <laughs> well, what makes you enjoy that ride is when you embrace it. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, I'm happier when I'm broke. I don't want to be broke forever. Like I'd you're love to be a little be. bit more less yeah. broke. Like yeah, I'd love to like go on vacation. Yeah, you're gonna go on vacation. But it's the little things, mm-hmm. and so you know, I it's your freedom. You you learn you learn to like appreciate things and you learn to like you know you're broke you go for walks you walk from the train or you do this or you do something else and that and then you find inspiration along the way yeah you know um I love I don't take public transit often because I like you know I'm born and raised in Michigan mm-hmm. like I I have two trucks you know it's like you gotta. I got it. When I do take public transit, I love talking to strangers. Mm-hmm. Like you sit down next to this total stranger and you have a conversation about something, and it's like that's the best. You get inspiration from that. You learn from it. You you, you have some new point of view, and like um, you know, a lot of people ask me, "Where do you find your materials? Like, how do you come across these homes that are getting mm. torn down? How do you come across these?" Stained glass windows from a church. How do you get that? And it's because I talk to strangers. Yes. I talk to people all the time. And yeah. so I get these awesome opportunities or zapportunities. Zapportunities. <laughs> Where, you know. Zapportunities. I get these number. This guy called me from Missouri the other day. Oh, that's where I'm from. He didn't even know how he got my number. <laughs> guy named Logan, if you know Logan in Missouri. I don't know Logan yet. Yet. <laughs> but he had a seven, uh, a log cabin from 1785. <gasps> wow. Like, this shit is something someone took a wagon ride out west. And, like, got, like, And thought dysentery. that world was going to end. Yeah. Because it was flat. Like, yeah. they thought literally, like. They might they, fall off. They didn't know yeah. California existed. <laughs> Built this log cabin, like, chopped the trees down, hand-hewed them by an axe. And somehow this guy has my number and calls me and is like, someone's going to put this in a burn pile. 
Like you gotta go get no, it. No, you have to go rescue that I'm wood. I'm trying, I'm trying, trying, but it's like six hours away. Where is it at? I don't know. Somethingville. Okay. We'll talk more because you know I have family down there. Oh, do they have trailers? Tra- and tra- they got trucks and shit. Well, Megan, <laughs> like, thank you for taking us from A to Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been, you literally saw my mind explode. <laughs> I did. It was, Where can her we mind find is on you? the walls. Where can we go find you on the internet? <clears throat> so, um, Great Lakes Yard. Mm-hmm. Um, GreatLakesYard.com is the website, mm-hmm. um, and Instagram is probably the best way. You post some cute ass shit on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, Steve McQueen's all over. My He's dog such a boobay. is always yeah. in mm-hmm. the, in the mix there. He loves to jump in and out of pickup trucks. Um, so that's probably the best way. Or you know, Facebook is on there as well. And also, if you want to come by the warehouse, I was just gonna say, mm-hmm. if you want to come by the warehouse and help pull nails yeah. out of like seven hundred year old yeah. pieces of wood, it's really fun. So and, it's, and Megan it, will always give you a beer. Oh, that's true. Oh my god, I have so much beer in the fridge. But it's um, you know, no project is too small or too large. Mm-hmm. So it's like you could be working on an entire brewery build out, and I can help you figure out what you want, or you could just want a shelf. Yeah. And like, maybe I'll come want to figure it out yourself and like cut it and sand it and we'll, we'll figure it out together. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I love the challenge of you love crazy shit. I love when people are like, I need the wing of an airplane or something. Oh, like, okay. I'm not saying I can find that, but, but you know, I love when people come in and yeah, they're like, they're crazy. Yeah. Wild. Um, Wild. Or requests. even just. Want to learn. I mean, I had the Girl Scouts come in. They had their woodworking badges. And then you did like a car. You did like a... Women's auto maintenance workshop. Will there be some... You'll be doing some more workshops in the future, right? I think so. It's it's a lot to figure out. Uh Um, And, you know, I... I do work really hard, but sometimes in the middle of the day, I like lay on the couch and watch chainsaw videos on YouTube. we all do what we got to do to get through it. Right. So... (laughs) But if you honk at the gate, I'll pause it. And come <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming yeah. on. This has been a delight. Thanks. Um, and party. <laughs> yeah, party. Well, that's it, folks. Episode music by Linen Bone at soundandpatternsmusic.com. Podcast art by Jessica Savage. Editing and mixing by yours truly. And to find out more, visit lifeofthepotty.com. Thanks for listening. And as my dad would say... Talk at you later.